Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 12th No Promises podcast hosted by Mike. Um, so I'm starting to maybe get a little bit better at this. I don't know. At first, <laughs> I feel like as I say that, I feel like I'm lying slightly. But I think it's, I don't know, these, these are fun. These are really fun. And they're a good little creative outlet, you know. So uh, I guess we're going to start with what we start with always. Uh, now, anyways, is the song of the week. So, this week's song of the week is Stuck by Mosiah, I believe is how you say his name. Um, this is actually one of the songs that was suggested to me over um, Instagram recently. I put up a little question-answer thing where I just said, you know, like, throw in a song that you've been really vibing with lately. And I got, I got two. I'll share the other one next week. And, uh, you know, hey... Maybe next time you see one, throw one in if you want to hear it on here. <laughs> Just be talked about a little bit. I don't know. I was really enjoying it. It's pretty. It's a pretty fun song. It starts with you know a fun little opening. Um, I mean, I'll play it in a hot second. I've just last week I played it over my phone, but uh, this week I have figured out how to just edit it in instead, and I think that'll sound a lot better than me fucking playing it over my phone into the microphone, which is only like so so good. But it's great. It's a great microphone, honestly. But playing it over a speaker into a microphone is just a bad way to show somebody a song. So, uh, here is Stuck by Mosiah. I will just play it for about 15, 20 seconds uh, for you, bitches. So, bam. Do you feel stuck? Because I feel like I Stuck by Mosiah. Hopefully you go check it out on, you know, Spotify or wherever you listen to music. Hopefully I can find a good file for it to throw in there. Um, yeah, and I don't know, today I was just kind of like missing traveling. So I just kind of wanted to talk about that stuff because it was fun, you know, like I missed going to these places. I, like, because there was, it's, it's funny because I think there was a point in my life when I realized, I was, or when I was younger, I was like, oh man, I love my hometown. I love Vancouver. I love North Vancouver. I love my, like, this is where my friends, this is where my family are. This is where I'm going to spend the rest of my life, which is very, still very true. That is how I want it to be. But, um, uh, a couple years ago, like, I mean, to be fair, I've only really traveled for a little while. I'd only traveled in and out of the state sometimes, like, or, uh, as far as Canada goes, I haven't explored too much Canada. I've been to Montreal, which is awesome. Montreal's cool. Uh, if you can get over <laughs> some Quebec people being kind of jerks, but otherwise it's not too bad. Um, it's it's a very fun place, especially like old Montreal is really cool with all the old stores and like the brick the brick floors and the roads and every, everything's old. It's, it's old Montreal. Everything's old. <laughs> but um, even the people. Um and, you know, I've been to the States. I've been to Seattle plenty of times, which is pretty common when you live pretty close to the border. And I feel like most of those were just shopping trips. But, you know, you sometimes you go to the museum or you go to the zoo or something, especially when I was younger. But um, over over time, 
uh, explored different parts of the States too. Cause we went to me and my family, we went to, what's it called? Uh, Phoenix, Arizona. We went to Santa Fe, New Mexico. Um, I think there was another city in there somewhere, but those were our main two stops. And, and we had to check out some fun stuff. We went to Wolf Sanctuary, which was really interesting. I wish I had uh, footage of that. But, um, oh man, I got to stop saying, but um, <laughs> we went to this Wolf Sanctuary. It was pretty fun. We got to, well, I mean, mostly I did it because I was a kid and my parents were like, oh, yes, let's have this fun trip and go to the Wolf Sanctuary that my mom, like, looked up, because I guess I was just super into wolves at the time. <laughs> I don't know. One of those things. And we were, like, the only people there. It was just, like, me and my mom, my dad, and uh, the, like, tour guide, essentially, because you got to go around the sanctuary and then meet all the little wolves, and they're they're not, like, a pen, I would say. It's, it's a pretty, like, large piece of land that they can move around on, but I think most of them were uh, like, uh, what's the word? Like, like SPCA style of like saved and brought in to be cared for because they were like either injured or they had something wrong with them or like something along those lines where they were just like a pup that was lost. So it was just like the best option because they would have just like died out in the wilderness. But I mean, obviously there are different sides of that coin too that it's not perfect, but it also, it's a sanctuary. So from my understanding, they seem fine, but also I was a kid. So I never really looked into it too hard, and I don't remember what the place was called. Um, <laughs> after after the fun tour, you know, we got to like feed them hot dogs and stuff, you know, like throw it through or over the cage. They would tell you these fun stories about them. There was like one probably named like Coda or something like that, and they would always figure a way out of the cage, like every time, like over the fence, like they would hop over the fence. They made it taller and taller until they had to like curve it over so that they couldn't jump over. So then this wolf started digging under the fence. So they're like, fuck, we have to build this like five feet under the ground now. <laughs> and then eventually they were able to keep him in. But, it, but he would never go very far either. That was the thing. He seemed to like it, but he also just kind of seemed to like the challenge. <laughs> it seemed, I don't think he was a big uh, danger or anything. But I, you never know. Maybe he wanted to go and be free. I, I don't know what his story is off the top of my head. That was years ago now, probably almost like a decade. And But it was really cool. It was an interesting thing. I got a little dream catcher from that place, uh, which still hangs up in my bedroom. Um, which, I mean, dream catchers are always cool. I always, I, I like, sometimes I think there's, like, different interpretations of that. But I think the, the one that I most remember was, like, something along the lines of, supposed to like drip good dreams onto your head because you're supposed to like hold it over your head while you sleep and then it drips down the feather and onto your brain and so you have sweet dreams every night and it catches all the bad ones and gets rid of them then we enjoyed um some really nice um really nice hotel food at this place where you, you got to get like these huge Belgian waffles and like omelets made in front of you and French toast and everything. I just love it. Open kitchens are the best. And then one night we got like steak and burgers and stuff. And it was just insane because we were only there for like so long. It wasn't super, I think it might've been like two nights or something along those lines. And then we went to Santa Fe, which was very interesting as well. Uh, the, the Mexican food was amazing. I mean, of course I would hope the Mexican food in New Mexico is amazing. Um, I remember, like, because Santa Fe has a lot of, like, small town areas, and we ended up in one of the small town areas, and 
there's a lot of like street vendors and I remember, I think somebody like woke, or maybe we didn't wake the guy up, but I think he had been sitting there for a while. Cause it was like middle of the day. It was like two, he had all of his stuff out. And I think he had like fallen asleep, but like heard us walking by. And then we just like started talking to him and we got like a little, uh, like a mini tomahawk. Cause I was a kid and thought it looked cool. <laughs> uh, and then we probably went on like a little like museum type tour or not a museum, but like a historical tour. Um, around that area and you know I don't really remember any specifics I remember being really fun I remember the food being good but uh it was it was good it was good then uh, one of my one of my like favorite trips was probably San Antonio in the states because it's just it was fun we went to a little like convention down there and uh Got to meet a lot of nice people, like grabbed a few meals, went to Dave and Buster's so you could play arcade games and eat food and like wings and burgers and stuff and just hang out. It was a good time. Um, and the food was amazing there. And, you know, you had to, you had, when you're in Texas, you got to get a steak because that's what they're known for. So, of course, we go to this place, which is like under the convention center called like Ray's or something like that. And like a $50 steak and it's just so fucking huge and it's delicious and it's like covered in butter and like spices and stuff and then you buy like a big ass potato to have on the side and like some spicy corn or something and um it was just all delicious like I just remember it being so so good because and especially in like San Antonio they have that like awesome river walk so you can go, and a lot of those restaurants, although expensive, are, like, really amazing. Uh, and then there's some that are, like, right off the River Rock, which are a little bit cheaper, but still have, like, kind of, like, a nice location. But we got, again, amazing Mexican food in, excuse me, San Antonio, and especially Texas, I guess, in general, but especially in San Antonio. And things were just delicious. You know, like, you know, like, taco burrito, fajita, like, I don't, I don't remember exactly what all the things that we got that, that day, but they were delicious. And it was just a really fun trip full of fun, tasty times. <laughs> um, and then more recently, it, me and my family, kind of a fam- like a family trip to, in, to London. I got to go see an aunt and uncle, like where they were celebrating their 40th anniversary. Got to get a little dressed up. I played the server for the night of their anniversary party. This is, this is a couple years ago now, so probably about three almost. No, like two and a half. Um, but it was a really good time. It was it was interesting. I mean, <laughs> you spend a week within London and you don't really go too far out of it. I got a little bit tired of it, but obviously super lucky. It was probably a very privileged sentence to be visiting another place and getting eventually bored of it. But um, but also I feel like it's like when you stay with the family, you you get a little get a little bit tired of seeing so much of them, especially in a smaller space that's like definitely not meant meant for the number of people that were staying there but it was it was good it was good and that actually that place had a lot of good food too that place is really expensive though london's super fucking expensive we did go to this really good lebanese restaurant i finally got to have shawarma uh, as i've always wanted to have it ever since i saw the uh after credit scene from the avengers where they all go get shawarma and hey it was really good it was totally worth it then I got the Lebanese coffee, which is like like an espresso type cup, like a tiny cup, where they put like nut, nutmeg and like cinnamon and they like leave the coffee grounds at the bottom. It was super tasty. And, you know, 
I would totally drink something like that again. And I totally want shawarma now. I'm just craving it all of a sudden. <laughs> um, or like one morning. Well, the morning after their uh, anniversary party was really fun because we had to, or no, we didn't have to, but we went out for uh, like a brunch. And we went to this like Polish restaurant that, that was like super fancy and delicious and everything. And it was amazing. You like we get like this first like entree course of stuff. I think like my uncle got like pancakes, but like the pancakes came with like syrup and like caviar and shit. And I was like, whatever about the caviar, but like give me some tiny pancakes. <laughs> and I don't remember what I got as an entree. I got something. But but like the main course, which was not very breakfasty, it was more like lunch dinnery, was just like a hawk ham. Like this huge piece of meat with like the bone in the middle and everything just like falling apart and just so delicious and cooked in like mustards and sauces and i don't know how they did it but it was really good and it was stupidly expensive and somebody covered the entire dinner and i was like man old people <laughs> i'm just kidding but you know i guess it makes sense when you're older you've saved enough that you can just throw down a few hundred bucks at dinner for a bunch of people and uh and like literally not care then or, you know, that's the hope. That's the dream. <laughs> and I guess the, the the friends of my aunt and uncle that came with us are able to do that. And that food was really tasty. Or, like, even one day, me and my dad were, like, wandering around, going to the museums. And we just stopped at this little place to grab a couple of, like, sandwiches for, like, like 10 pounds, which is, like, way too expensive. But they were they were good. They were really good. They were very simple. It was, like prosciutto or it was like hamani berico or something on like this really nice nice fucking like moist and crunchy bread it was like it was like eating kind of like a croissant but not quite um but uh <laughs> i just did it again uh the food was good and the travel was fun and like the city was cool and you got to check out so many things the views were interesting the walks were nice it's a very walkable city i would say kind of I would say so is Vancouver in the same sense. But I feel like London just like has way more history, obviously, because it is a much older city. Um, yeah, and it was a fun trip. It was a good trip to see family and to have a fun little parties and stuff like that, which I guess also I'm missing right now. It's having like big parties with like 40 plus people where you don't know everybody. So you get to meet a bunch of people and like it's fun. Miss that. Miss that. But then after London, we went to Italy which is where my, my dad's from, uh, like, originally. He, he was born in Montreal, but, like, his siblings were all born in Italy, in uh, Bari, which is a smaller town. But for some reason, it was on the news a bunch when we were in town, which I thought was funny. Not in, I mean, when we were in, like, Rome, it was on the news. Um, yeah, we spent, like, a week in Rome, and Rome was really cool. We had this nice little apartment to walk to, and, like, we would take the, the train everywhere. We got to go see the Colosseum. The Colosseum was beautiful. Colosseum is just like one of those, one of the most like magnificent things that I've ever seen. And that's such a random word to use, but it's definitely one of the most magnificent things because it's just like, you're kind of in awe. And to think about how people used to stand on that and like fight for their fucking life is kind of insane back. Like you, like you're talking thousands of years ago, probably, but it's just kind of nuts. And they're apparently re, um, refurbishing, I don't know what the right word would be, but like they're fixing it up so that they can hold shows and stuff there again eventually when uh, things calm down. But I think that's insane. 
because it's such a tourist attraction. But I, I guess, yeah, if you're having a show in the evening, it doesn't matter because most of the tourists come in the, the day. Uh, watch out for pickpockets, though, if you go. <laughs> um, yeah, th that food was also nuts. I mean, I feel like most of this turned into me talking about food that's good. But we were in Rome, and we just like went out for dinner after we'd already like walked for a while, and we took a break back at the apartment, and then we leave, and we grab dinner at this place, and I get like octopus and like potato puree and stuff, and it was like oh, just so fancy with like the right spices and like butter, and a lot of it's pretty simple as far as spices go, but it's very tasty. And then, oh man, what was oh the best, the best. <laughs> my mom passed out at one point when we were walking. So me and my dad like catch her and then like we, you know, we get some help from like a local store owner that runs like the Coliseum gift shop type thing, which is not any, not very close to the Coliseum, but close enough. Uh, but we, <laughs> he comes out and he's really only speaks Italian. My dad knows like dialect Italian. So like it wasn't a perfect conversation, but it was pretty interesting. And we, he brings out a chair and like we lift her up onto it and then we roll her inside because there's air conditioning get us water and then he's like yeah let's go get food because we need food that's probably the issue more than anything is food because it's hot it was like 40 degrees but we need food so we go to this place we made this really nice server named johnny who's thinking about moving to either canada or to australia and we were like hey they both have their benefits i feel like right now he'd probably rather be in australia i don't know if he ended up moving to canada or australia but <laughs> right now i feel like he'd rather be in australia or new zealand just because they get to have normal lives because their people and their government handled it really well, <laughs> the COVID thing. But um, yeah, we get there and I have like the most beautiful plate of pasta I've ever had. I have such a good picture of it. I don't know what I'm gonna upload, but I have such a nice picture of it. It's just this beautiful, uh, oh man, why is the name escaping me right now? Uh, fuck, oh well. Uh, I feel like if you know, carbonara, carbonara pasta, there we go. And it was just so delicious. Oh, and I'm just looking at the, the picture beside it and I see the the big fountain. Trevi Fountain. Trevi Fountain? Is that what it's called? I believe. But yes, and our tour at the Coliseum was very interesting. And you could go see the grounds outside that were kind of a part of the general area. There's just so much history going on in Italy and it's insane. Oh, in Italy, you got you got to go to a winery in Italy. You got to go to Frascati if you go. Because... Uh, the lady that gives the tour, Paula, is the funniest lady you'll ever meet. And the wine's really good. There's, like, this sweet wine that you, like, dip cookies in, and then you drink, and it's just delicious. It's And, like, I'm not a huge sweet wine person, but it's really good. And I was, we've been wanting it. We're, like, my mom has been trying to get, work with, like, the Italian Trade Commission to make it a larger uh, export over here, because it was really good. She just knows people, you know? <laughs> through meeting a lot of people because you hold events for the right people and then they're like, hey, we're friends now. That's <laughs> all life is, right? Just friends and connections. I went to Florence, which was just beautiful. Florence is really nice. Florence is, although busy, is definitely like the emptier place. And it's just awesome. And it's so, it's it, like, it feels a little bit older and feels a little bit less touristy than Rome, I would say. Rome feels very touristy. But Florence is amazing. <laughs> then I met one of my friends that uh, was an exchange student back in high school in Milan, and that was just so much fun. 
grabbed pizza and stuff. It was delicious. And, you know, I'm just missing traveling. I'm hoping soon enough that uh, me and the boys, you know, can hit the road maybe for a road trip. Every, like, and we're still a ways away from that, but, you know, something like that would be really fun. Go out for a little while and, I don't know, maybe like see the rest of the country, see the world, see something. It'd be fun. Road trip. Go to Japan, maybe. Japan's Japan's high on my list. Maybe Bali, Indonesia, too. My brother went there and said it was really fun. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's time for Mike's Good News. So, today's story is about Oregon. The law to decriminalize all drugs goes has gone into effect, offering addicts rehab instead of prison. And I think briefly we talked on this, me and Nick, back on one of the earlier podcasts. And I think that's just like a much better outcome for people who are suffering from addiction. Because like it is a... Addiction is an issue. It's not a type of person, you know? Like you technically shouldn't call people. Okay. I was... Yeah, a little bit. Like, yeah, you know, people with addictions that aren't just addicts, you know what I mean? Like, there's a person there. They they, they don't have total control after a certain point. Obviously, at some point, your choices led you there, but at some point, you know, your choices are the only way you can get out, but also, like, you have to fight against your, at that point, your reliance on these things. And I think it's awesome what Oregon is doing, and Vancouver has been looking into doing it. So I look forward to hopefully the day that Vancouver passes something very similar and we're able to uh, help people fighting addiction instead of just imprisoning or ignoring them. Yeah. So I look forward to that future. Uh, And I think that's, you know, not too far away. So I think that's really the good news out of this story locally, but the good news for Portland is that they're doing it and they're going to, hopefully see a really uh, a really big fall in maybe overdose-related deaths and those types of things. Just because it also, like, you know, clean needles and stuff is even important, too, if they're not going to stop. It might help them stay to their one shitty thing instead of going to another shitty thing. Either way. Um, yeah. I look forward to a better future with that type of stuff. Uh, and, you know, I'll catch you guys next week for the next podcast and everybody have a good Friday and weekend, you know? All right. Catch you in a week.